Hello and welcome back to the F24 podcast. My name is David and every so often I have a dope, insightful conversation with a creative about their lives and interactions with where they're from, their culture and how they're getting through life with creativity. I hope you're all bearing up well, worldwide. What a fucking time, hey? We're living in a fucking movie. But if there was a time we needed reminding that we are one being on this planet, this is it. Fuck Brexit. Corona has hit us in a massive wave, and that's an understatement, I know, but, but let's keep safe, be productive, don't just stare at your phones, and I say it all the time, art saves lives, and I mean it, and this time it's here to save you. Do it, do some, make, make, and make some more. I know you can feel that passion, I'm serious about it, man. I'll tell you what though, on a positive note, Mother Nature is taking some much needed deep breaths. Much, much needed, man, God bless her. As our emissions have dropped from lack of flights and industry, you know, shutting down worldwide. She's having a great time of it, man. We needed to do that for her. And I know we all know it's all going to come back tenfold. But it is a lovely breather for her. And I'm hoping big business sees this. And over this period can kind of start making a change towards what we need to do for her. And not what we do to her. Anyway. This week, a special treat, a borderless podcast, as free-moving as COVID-19, an interview over Skype with Druid from the Million Dollar Boys in Holland. I love this guy's style so, so, so much. So fresh, so correct. He's been a style bender for a couple of decades now and represents the Dutch aesthetic through his amazing pieces. We do the usual, we get the origin story, the reasons why he started painting and his thoughts and processes on the culture. And as usual, we don't get the whole story, but we get a great part of it and I loved it. Check him out at druid81 on Instagram whilst you listen. D-U-R-I-D-8-1. Enjoy, it's a banger. This is F24. By someone else um, or a video. And he said like, uh, every disadvantage has its... Uh, uh, advantage. Yeah, I found exactly. And, and that's not something we think about now but uh it will come later and what you yeah. what you say about the uh, emissions and uh it, it, it a, a lot of stuff is less i mean the, the industries are, are are on a standstill less i guess delivery drivers and uh, people staying in so exactly the flights especially man you know, yeah that just that alone must be there was a photo of um a chinese city actually it was in a Sunday newspaper a couple of weeks ago. And the Chinese city in, I think it was October or maybe September last year, aerial shot, a satellite photo, and it was just covered in pollution. And then the same photo again in January, nothing. Just pure. Insane. Completely clear air. You could see the whole city. And you were like, oh, my God. Like, so, yeah, there is, you know, and we're just living through it. This is our turn. We've yeah. read about this stuff in history books, you know, we've yeah. been about travel, you know, and this is our one, I suppose. Yeah, it's like, uh, I'm thinking back on all the all the, the plagues mankind has, has yeah. known, like the Black Plague, SARS, uh, whatever. And now it's like, I'm already thinking about T-shirts that are going to be printed in a year. <laughs> like, I, I survived uh, COVID, you know, yeah. COVID-19, still here. Please, so. Please, please. Yeah, amazing, man. What I meant, I mean, it's, it's, admittedly, it's a, it's a scary time. You know, I'm not, and I'm worried. I'm self-employed. I'm concerned about that type of shit. But 
I'm sure there are other parts to this that, you know, hopefully, as we've just been speaking about. We'll... Yeah, exactly. It's, it's good to be reminded of that because uh, I've been so busy with the, the negative uh, effects of the on the economy or the like family situation, uh, uh, loved ones that might be ill, grandparents, uh, acquaintances, like... It's almost because it's an unseen disease almost or yeah. a virus. Yeah. You, you can't stop worrying about it. Like, no, okay, no. the guy sneezed or uh, no. I have everybody knows. Yeah, we, we, we don't really know anything about it. And it is, it's scary. And it reminds me of comic books or yeah. a movie. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. It yeah. just, it's like we're living that. And yeah, it, it is scary. It is definitely. But I think. I don't know, man. Part of me just feels the longer we stay and we do the right thing and we're sensible, mm-hmm. I think we can ride this out and we, you know, the, the world will learn and hopefully find yeah. it at the same time. And it's going to be a very sad and grieving and traumatic time for some. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think I think uh, I think the, some of the positive things I see is that people are coming together. Uh, yeah. I think uh, I only to just today I saw a video from some Italians and they were on their uh, balconies uh, playing uh, sound set, you know, and I was like, okay, cool. It's like uh, people are are always trying to make the best out of worse situations. So anything, anything to bring the world together, especially after the last four years, you know, what's gone on politically in the world, um, anything. And if this is it, this is it. Because this shows us how close the world is and how small it is and Basically, fuck your borders. I'm coming to get you. Like, yeah, true. <laughs> COVID nineteen is just out there doing its thing, taking everyone out. But it's leveling us all out as humans, you know. And hopefully, we're going to spread empathy from this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then that's one of the the good things I I see. Like even small things, like people trying trying to look out for each other with yeah. doing grocery shopping and uh, taking looking out for the elderly and stuff. So this yeah. is a good thing. But yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's we've been living in quite. I mean, it's quite a scare on a global level. So everyone is affected by it. So in 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 a, in a way, we're in the same spot. You know, like okay, yeah. no matter where you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which are, this, that's that's the thing. I think we've, you know, hopefully that kind of treats politics a bit of a lesson. You know, teaches yeah. politics a bit of a lesson. It's just like, look, we're we're going through Brexit. It's a fucking nightmare. Like. As if we don't need to be together. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't show how stupid Brexit is. The fact that we really need to be together to, to cope through this worldwide disaster. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nuts. It's a, a crazy fucking time. But, you know, I'm sure every every story we read, love wins. Yeah, we? yeah. Seriously, it sounds fucking one cheap. The, just yeah, it's one of the biggest... Uh, forces in in, in 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 this world, I think you know, yeah. like uh, the love for something or someone. Yeah. So, extremely powerful, man. You know, I think we'll, yeah, human beings will be fine. Wow. Yeah, we're we're quite a resistance bunch, you know, like yeah, we are survived ice ages and uh, plagues and stuff. So, should and be we're okay. Quite, quite comfy, actually. You know, yeah. generation, even the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years has been quite okay. I know there's been a few disasters. Yeah. I think oh. um, there's not much to complain about here in the West, I think. So, yeah, exactly that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mad. Well, yeah. What a what a crazy time to be talking to you, man, and chatting to you. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's like oh, cool. Uh, I I mean, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts the yeah. the the fa- uh, last few years, and especially yours as well. Yeah, uh, and then um, and now uh, I'm talking to you. It's yeah. it's weird, man. It's cool. I- I'm honored. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's the first podcast podcast that I've ever done so apologies if I'm like not saying the right things or but uh, it's exciting it isn't the point I think that you know the point of these conversations I'll tell you what one reason why I think I I swear I, I swear that the fact that I'm a creative and I've got art helps me through times like this yeah right and so that's really what I want to talk about and it yeah. happens to go through something we both did, which was graffiti, and we still do. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this is part of our lives and we've kept it part of our lives because, do you know it's what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of the story I get. And that's the, the, the type of conversation I'm super interested in, which I know you've, you've heard. And um, yeah, so that, and it was wicked when, when we started chatting. And I was just like, oh, shit, man, that'd be wicked if we could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the one. Sick. Yeah, I mean, it's been a, uh, quite a few years since he first met, right? Uh, I'm not sure about uh, all the uh, when it was, but yeah. Wait, let me see. Well, let me start that off then. So, I've been a fan of yours for as long as I can possibly remember, and then I became really good friends with, with Hefs, and then he would tell me even more about you and introduce me to more of your work. And so then I went away. We came. Uh, Pref and I came over to Holland. And we came over to a town and painted with Sept, you uh, yeah. and someone else in, in a town square. But what was brilliant for me, I was over the moon to know that I was painting a wall with you. And uh, you, were, you, you were gracious and you were lovely, you know, nice to meet you and all that type of stuff. But we painted and you didn't say a word. And I painted my whole piece and you didn't say a word. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I finished my piece, highlights, border, everything. And then the moment I put my tag up and then you said... Yeah, I was waiting for that. I wanted to know if you had if you had style, really had style. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, amazing! That was, uh, that's, one my, that's one of my best graph moments, man, ever. <laughs> it was. I, I, I love that. I loved having that story. I loved going through that experience. It was brilliant, and it it wasn't that you were dissing my piece. It was. It didn't come with any attitude. You were just intrigued. Like, okay, cool. He's done a nice piece. I like that. Let me just see how far this goes. And. I was proud, man, because you you loved my hand style, and I was like, you said, I was like, oh, wicked! I love that. <laughs> awesome, man! I, I oh, yeah. totally and, forgot about it, but it's like, yeah, this is something I always look forward to, you know, because I think you can practice painting painting a piece, and it can look pretty good, you know, but you yeah. can fake the funk when you're doing your hand style, and in, in the tag it shows, okay, how how. Uh, the, the, the line quality, the quickness, uh, the style, the placement of the tags. And then it's like in one tag, you know, okay, this guy has style, uh, has quality, uh, is a true writer, you know? I so, really appreciated it, man. It was a super highlight for me, bro, a super highlight. And I'll tell you what, it was the, the way you explained it, just as you did there, it was kind of something I think I felt and would look for myself in graffiti, but I didn't know, I didn't know what I was looking for to summarize. Do you know what I mean? And you knew. And I, firstly, I, I loved it. I loved the fact that it worked. I did it, and I passed the test with you. But also the fact you taught me this. This is the way to. This is this is a way 
to see and understand. Like, and I, I thought it was wicked, man. A brilliant bit of knowledge, and obviously a highlight to the trip. And obviously, I've never forgotten it. Yeah, I, I, I can remember uh, not talking uh, while spraying, but I, I mean, uh, exactly. I, I, two pieces away. Do you know what I mean? I was right at the end. You were, you were second from end yeah, the other yeah. side. So it wasn't that we weren't chatting. It was just we were just getting on with our thing, and I, I was just really yeah. conscious of you being there, though. Like, I've been watching your work. I love your style. I've loved it for years, yeah, and thanks, I'm super man. conscious of you being there. So, I, you were probably like, "Oh yeah, cool, Prefs here and his mates here, wicked." I'm gonna, <laughs> and I'm over there saying, "Fuck, man, Drew, it's there. Like he's painting. Look at the piece. Oh shit, yeah." So that's yeah. So it was very yeah. much my side of the feeling. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like uh, really looking forward to seeing you guys paint, and for me, uh, painting on jams or painting with new people uh, yeah. i always try to uh, look and learn like okay what kind of yeah. caps is is he using and uh how does he build up his piece and it's and, and the most important i think for me is yeah. does he make mistakes you know like because when you see the finished picture on instagram or Flickr yeah. or, or even photolog back in the day yeah. uh you just see see the end process the, the end picture and yeah. not the struggles someone has been through you know like yeah. and then uh well, i was always yeah, yeah. When, when when you see uh, the process and and then there's a like a small mistake being made and corrected and i'm like okay uh that guy's good but he's just a normal human being like yeah. me and that's how we dealt with the situation. Well, that's how they dealt with the situation. Yeah, no, it's, 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 very, it's, it's dope, Jams, you're right. It is great to see, because you do get a bit used to it watching your friends every Saturday paint a piece. True. Uh, it's, um, but yeah, so it, it was a great, as I said, great experience for me. Man. So that's, that's where we met, and I've obviously, you know, Instagram's happened, and we've, we've managed to stay in contact, and I've been following your pieces, and obviously, Hex is one of my best mates, and we obviously have the odd conversation about your latest painting or whatever, and, Oh, awesome, man. So wicked to, wicked to have you on. Wicked yeah, to glad you. to be on. Let's start right at the beginning, then. So where are you from, then? Where did where, where were you born, and what city or what place were you, what place did you grow up in? Yeah, I, I can go uh, way back then. Uh, I was born in a refugee camp in Thailand. Uh, my uh, parents had to uh, flee the the Cambodian um, civil war yeah. and uh, yeah and then they, they they came to Thailand refugee camp and there was born so um so my, from Cambodia and then they got into yeah, Thailand yeah they, they, they had to flee through the jungle and uh, pretty harsh uh, situations and so my father lost his uh, one of his legs uh, when he stepped on a landmine uh, he, he's still doing good today, but uh, yeah, so we were there in the refugee camp and um, my, uh, or the Dutch government, they, they sent out a, a journalist to inspect the situation. And so he came across my, my father and my father in, in his best English said, uh, please help. Uh, please help me or please help us and so then uh, we got invited to the to, ho to come to Holland uh, and I've been living here ever since I was one years old so that's uh, 37 years now wow. so and that's uh, how we came to 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 Holland or uh, yeah wow basically fuck COVID-19 <laughs> look, at your parents went through. look how you were born what the fuck 
coming from humble beginnings and yeah. it, and only can get better, right? So yeah, man. So yeah, that's a good thing. So it's like yeah, like my father, if he didn't step on the landmine, he might not have gotten the attention uh, from the journalist and uh, and not get invited to to come to Holland, you know. So and had I you guess, not brave enough to to speak English and exactly know, say those words and speak out you know that's a, that's another step forward as well well with one leg as well saying that yeah yeah so. yeah. <laughs> yeah funny detail is uh, like my, because my father uh, only had one leg left the remaining cloth of of the pants my mom made into like clothing for me when i was small so this it's quite funny i think so it's more than funny bro that is amazing <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not reveling in the the the, the sorrowful story because, and I know you're not telling it that way. That's a fucking. But it's just like, wow, what what a beginning. Like, yeah, I think I think it's funny because kind of we're touching back upon the where we talk about before, yeah. like every disadvantage has its advantage. Yeah. And so yeah, also for me uh, back then. So then yeah. Um, wow. Where, where did you get placed in Holland? Um, I think we got placed somewhere in, I think a place in Apeldoorn, I think in the middle of Holland, you know, like a refugee home. So all I can remember is like a lot, lots of small rooms and, and people. I mean, not that I really uh, recall being there, but just yeah, seeing yeah. from pictures. And uh, I visited relatives when they came to Holland as well, like years later. And uh, but yeah, we got placed there, and I think just maybe a year later, we got placed in the, the west of Holland, near Rotterdam. There we were um, quite, it was a good, I mean, I think that there wasn't lot, lots of pressure on the Dutch government, so like we had a lot of attention given, on, given to us and help. Uh, so um, yeah, it, it was a good place to live. Were there, were, were there other people from Cambodia around there? Um, not many, like, uh, because I think we were the first ones to get invited uh, as, as Cambodians yeah. because of the situation. And then probably the year later, um, more uh, refugees came um, and they got placed in the, the, the city where I live now uh, called Os. Um, South of Holland, so we moved uh, from the the, the uh, to, from the first um, city in the west to uh, also I think seven years later or so, and that's that's mm-hmm. the place where I really got introduced to to graffiti. So I mean, so did you did you just grow up and speak in Dutch, like because you started to obviously go to school? Yeah, basically. So, so yeah, can I, you speak both languages then. Well, I, I can talk it, but it's really, for me, I think it really sounds really bad because I'm really conscious okay. of my pronunciation and so I can understand it, uh, but oh. talking, I'm a bit shy about it, but I can yeah, express yeah. myself. But uh, especially, I think in the beginning years, it's important to, to uh, talk to your um, yeah, the language from your parents and I didn't have that opportunity that much, so it's... <laughs> But, I mean, what there's a, a lot of... Oh, what a mad start. And then, so to you, going to school, you just have to... You, that's when you start learning Dutch and... Yeah, I think uh, I was just one years old, so I, I, I pretty much grew up 
Dutch, you know. So yeah, yeah, exactly. my, my parents would talk uh, Cambodian to me and or in Dutch, and then I would just answer back in in Dutch. So, so they had to learn it as well, obviously. Oh yeah, for sure. It's um, yeah. Sometimes it's like I, I've I've uh, thought about it a lot, uh, yeah. like the last few years, how difficult. It must have been for them, you know, um, coming from a difficult situation, being a parent for the first time as well. You know, yeah. when you, I mean, when you're small, you think, okay, uh, uh, our parents know everything, you know, like uh, they they know how to be a parent and uh, how to pay the rent or like stuff like that. And now yeah. I'm <laughs> their age, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm still not sure about how everything works, you know, and, and I still fuck up. Exactly. Uh, isn't it? You're like, fuck, they were learning the whole time. That was, that was freestyle. They had become, <laughs> yeah. a, a new culture, uh, deal with new types of people, uh, with the distrust they might have yeah, towards foreigners, uh, uh, finding a job, working a job, you know, stuff like that. So, and, and raising, uh, raising children uh, as well. So yeah, it's, uh, oh. wow. Wow. That is mind blowing. Amazing. Like what? What a start! Yeah, and I think those are things you only realize when you get at uh, that phase yourself, and then you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I thought I, our parents had it together. You know, I mean, maybe I mean they did, I did a great job, of course, or uh, to the best of their abilities. Uh, yeah. But now you realize, okay, it's like it's not a set point when you learn how to be something or how to be your parent or how to do this how to do that you, you get better at, at it and you you probably yeah. still learn uh, every day but yeah every day see my son's 19 and it, it hasn't stopped it's a it's a constant learning curve man it's a, it's i'm so i'm overwhelmed by your story by that start um that was fucking yeah that it hit me ton of bricks that's amazing and then i've ah. How was what was primary school like? What do you call is primary school? Primary yeah, I think, I, yeah, I think it's uh, we call it in Dutch uh, basis school. It's like it, I, if I think it's the same primary school. Finished there at like 10, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for me, it, it was quite funny because the first uh, memories I have about uh, my city were seeing tags everywhere. So like in this in the city center. Um, phone boxes because you know we had phone boxes back yeah. in the day, yeah. and uh, <laughs> um, on uh, street poles, light poles, uh, and especially in my school as well. So, uh, one and of my first your eyes as a real young child. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I, because uh, before we uh, were allowed to go into the classrooms, we had to wait outside the door, and the doors were, were always tagged. And I mean, I think I was probably like six, seven, or something, or maybe eight, and I didn't understand. But I, I was always fascinated by tags. And I was like, oh, okay, this is a new, a, a new letter, a new word. I can't read it, and uh, but it's it's fun to 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 try and read it, you know. Did it get exciting when you turn up one day and there was a new tag there, even though you couldn't read it? It was wicked to just see someone had been there again. I think I think so, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So and, and 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 those are the earliest memories I have about uh, graffiti and tags. But at that point, I wasn't really conscious about graffiti. I wasn't tagging myself. Oh, at the time, I was like big into Ninja Turtles, so I was like drawing Ninja Turtles for all my classmates, <laughs> and then. Uh, I think when I to the end of the of primary school when I was eleven, uh-huh. 
I started to do some tags in my in, in the back of my uh, um, books. Like, yeah. okay, now now okay, this is graffiti, uh-huh. and I was going to the library to to find out more about graffiti, and I always wanted to to um, to, to 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 loan a, a certain book uh-huh. called. Uh, um, Soppy art, but of course that yeah. book was always stolen. So <laughs> I would ask about, uh, are you are you going to order the book again? So now, and 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 the, and the clerk would say, oh no, we 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 don't order that book anymore. So yeah. I was like, okay. So, so where did you where did you learn about that book? Who told you? Do you remember? Um, well, the, I, I think probably the. Um, um, I'm not sure um, because. Soppy art, I learned about it later uh-huh. when I went to the library and, 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 and tried to find more stuff yeah. about graffiti. And then it was in the database, but it was never available. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. It was all and, I love this, uh, man. I remember doing that at Swiss Cottage Library in Northwest London. I remember going to the library looking for the graph books. I was like, what is this? Like, there did, must be books about it. <laughs> did they have some uh, other stuff about graffiti? or? I can't really remember. I don't think they did. And... I think luckily that Subway Art was there, but I, I might be making that up. I can't be 100% sure. But I, I remember going to see. Yeah. I was just like, I'm going to the library. There, there's got to be more about this shit. Like, you know, and I yeah, think same yeah. as you, I saw it very young. Like, you know, it inspired me in some weird way, but I didn't do anything about it because you're too young. And yeah, anyway, yeah, I remember that time. Though. It was amazing. That's, that's a funny time going to the library. That's like everything you come across is like, gold you know like you you, yeah. you 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 grab onto it you and 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 it's fascinating and yeah, yeah and um it's uh, the the first uh like magazines i think it, it it was probably like in the end of primary school or beginning of high school uh-huh. uh i would buy uh like once a month maybe uh, if i had had saved enough money uh-huh. uh h uh hc magazine uh hip-hop connection <laughs> out there yeah 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 and the source magazine and i would always yeah. because i was of course i think my, my, my first uh, cd was doggy style um, so I, it fitted the whole uh, you know lifestyle hip-hop lifestyle you know so uh and, and graph was a part of it for me as well so yeah. then i would buy the magazines and i would always uh, cut out the, the graph pages uh yeah. from them and then uh, i would make my own little magazine with just graffiti stuff and it was before i I knew there were graffiti magazines i I just thought okay this is like a cool part of hip-hop and 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 already at that age i was fascinated by it so much that that i was like cutting up the magazines and and making my own stuff i never thought of that man i wish i thought of that make your own magazine (laughs) that is so genius because i'll be honest I used to get the source. I used to get HHC, and I love hip hop. But I don't think I ever read any article ever. I might have looked at the album section just to see what was coming out, but I don't think I read the articles. All I wanted really was the graph, and I never thought. And I kept these big ass magazines for years, and I should have just made a fucking magazine out of them. <laughs> it's genius, bro. I mean, I was already a bit too tunnel visioned about graffiti, you know. Like I just want to see the graph stuff. <laughs> that is but yeah, and, and and then I think a year later. Probably I, I went to Nijmegen, there's a city near here, and uh, there the shop uh, Powerhouse was, um, they were based there. And Is Powerhouse, yeah. they, they released Bomber Magazine uh, in, 
uh, in collaboration with Bomber Johan. Uh, I think I was printed there probably. Um, I'm not sure about all the logistics uh, about that. But they, they sold spray cans, uh, mm. caps, clothing, and also Bomber magazine, of course. And then I was like, oh, okay, so there's graffiti magazines. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to do it myself anymore. Yeah. So that was quite a revelation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quite awesome. So I bought my first Bomber magazine there. And uh, then, yeah, it became like, okay, this is like something uh, I can fully invest my time into, you know, because I was also playing basketball. Uh, and then that stopped kind of because I was like, okay, Greg is like, the, yeah, the, the most uh, exciting thing to do. So jump back a bit. Was, so yeah. getting the Snoop album, what's that, 94? Um, oh, what are you, 13 or something, 12? Probably. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. Maybe, maybe yeah. younger. Yeah, I'm a bit. I'm 40 now. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it must have been yeah 93 or 94 Snoop's album. I can't remember. Yeah, but that was an iconic period, obviously. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. What time to jump in? I was. I jumped in around the same time, and uh, what a time to jump in, man! And getting into that whole world was amazing. Were there other people in your class and school like that? Um, on primary primary school, not. Uh, but in on the first in the first year of high school, for sure, um, had a, another classmate who was into it as well. And I'm not sure if it was the first year of high school, or the second year, but we had a trip going to Amsterdam, and for me it was the first time. So we went with the class, and of course we. I'm not sure if I knew about the Hanks store. But mm-hmm. we ended up there anyway, you know, like uh, we went to the Hanks and I think yeah. Fat, Beats, Fat Beats as well. Oh, but yeah, was, yeah. Hmm? And, um, yeah, so we, we uh, visited the Hanks store and uh, of course they had a lot of uh, craft merchandise as well and magazines and they, they were selling uh, the Gypsy on the run book. Oh, and I was wow. gutted, and I was gutted because my classmate who stopped writing graffiti now, he bought it first. I was like, ah. and it was the last one they had, you know, like, oh, and I was like, ah, oh, no, I got it. I don't, you know? need, I don't need this. I need this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He doesn't write anymore. So I was like, ah, oh, man. So I, I got the re-release uh, years later, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, so uh, yeah, with him, I, I shared like, uh, uh, graph stuff. I I did my first panel with him as well, uh, oh. but it was like like years later uh, after high school. Yeah. Uh, but in those years, we we I think we I'm not sure. I I, I never painted with him a lot, but um, yeah. uh, when I got into the second year of high school, uh, I, I met up with uh, some uh, other guys who are now uh, we're a crew now. Million mm-hmm. Dollar Boys, and yeah. we've been writing since uh, the high school days. You know, like with tight friends, and um, but with those guys, I I, I started uh, painting more. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were um, more serious then. They were like, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. They 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 um, they had a crew, and I was like, oh, cool, a crew, uh, okay, and and then I got uh, asked to join, so it was my first crew, and I was yeah, like, oh, okay, now now we're in crew, it's it's getting serious, and uh, you gotta represent, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, what name did you start with? 
Um, name. Yeah, my name. My first piece I did was um, with Rise. Yeah, Rise. Quite generic, you know. Yeah. R-I-Z-E. Uh-huh. And, and uh, I think, uh, yeah, my first piece was like probably inspired by uh, by a gypsy panel. I, I did uh, two characters, two mugs. One on the left and one on the right. Uh, on the left was a devil and on the right was an angel. Wicked. And I had the, the classic fade from from green to to white, I think. When uh, you said gypsy panel, I literally that's what I thought, green to white fade. <laughs> yeah, exactly, I yeah. Just yeah. That and you just said it, and that's the shit. I, I did a piece with Sparvar paint on a, on a bare, uh, bare brick wall, so it, it got soaked into the wall like so much the colors were horrible but yeah i was really proud yeah when you're painting those pieces those early pieces and you're wondering how the fuck they made them look so crisp yeah 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 yeah, exactly does this work this paint ain't working this paint is shit like why how do they make their piece pop well your paint's just soaking into this brick it's like uh, all the tricks I know and the knowledge I have now, like uh, if I would tell it to my old, my past self, yeah, yeah. my head would explode, you know, like, mm-hmm. okay, emulsion, uh, uh, base coats. Yeah, all of that, all of that. But it's fun. I, I, I think when I look back to, onto it now, it's like it, it's been so much fun, like Ooh. learning all the all the stuff and the materials and, and making so many mistakes and working on the pressure. It's a brilliant journey, amazing journey, <clears throat> absolutely killer. So those pieces, walls, new, starting with paint and getting those first pieces up. But it's a proud moment. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, for sure, it's yeah. a proud moment. And like I was buzzing probably for four weeks, you know. Like and <laughs> and, and and I mean the photos I have of the, of that piece are quite horrible. Like uh, really, uh, not right light lighting and. And uh, brownish. I, I, I'm not sure how how bad uh, the camera was I used, but it's like <laughs> the the memory is so vivid. But the pictures, the proof is almost non-existent. You know, like yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's horrible. What it is is it's the feeling, isn't it? And it's the yeah. things that you think oh, I've got to do that again. Like, yeah. yeah, I've got I've blatantly got to do, four weeks was wicked, but I've got to do that again. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, and then with your crewmates as well, things just build. Yes, I think I think you. Um, I mean, a crew and 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 probably they they'll probably um, say it's a, it's like a think tank, you know. Like, but it's at that age is just like, you know, uh, uh, friends coming together and and and, and discussing stuff, uh, what to do, what paint to use, or what spots to hit, and it's so like much. it's yeah, you've been really you're really in, in, informal about. Um, about um, talking about graph, but it's a really like a, 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 a really energetic think tank. Like yeah, uh, yeah. energy, energies come together. You're right. You're right. Those, especially those early years, especially when you're all freshly learning. Um, how was school? How did you do in school? Um, yeah, I, I I think primary school I was, I was a pretty good student. Mm-hmm. Um, had had good uh, results and I was quite into sports as well. So there was, uh, I think, I, I think my my teachers liked me because of that because I was doing quite well in school. Uh, and I mean, um, I, I wasn't I wasn't really that much out, outgoing. Um, I, I was like, 
I, I prefer to just, you know, stay at home and, and draw or read. And but I think at one point, um, I mean, um, the first three years of high school went pretty okay, but then uh, I, I, it got worse. So uh, they, I, I don't know how it's called in, in English, but uh, I had to do a class over. Um, and uh, I had to uh, go down like uh, a grade. Um, um, how do you call it? It's like, it wasn't uh, the mm -hmm. highest uh, uh, like uh, schooling, but yeah. it, it was a, a step down. Yeah. Um, but it was okay with me, with me because I, I already knew at that point, uh, okay, I only have to do this uh, and, and get this degree to go to art school uh, later. Uh, so I think it was wanting to do that. that yeah, and yeah, towards the end, I was like, okay, it's um, I don't have to be like in, in, into the best ed education. I can get by with this and apply to to art school. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I, in high school I wasn't that uh, into learning, and maybe I was quite a bit lazy, you know. Uh, but I always like uh, the best um, uh, memories are just me and and uh, and my friends sitting um, at, at a desk uh, reading comics, you know, or uh, talking about graph or uh, uh, sketching. So I guess I wasn't the most academic uh, person. It's it's quite nuts though, isn't it? Like <clears throat> school can be like that. It's what a weird thing to put a child through because. You go there and you figure out like this is this is what I think I'm capable of. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to behave. This is the, who I'm going to interact with. So you've got to figure all that out, and then you've got to figure out the logistics of the thing you want to do and go through all their bits and ways. Yes, yeah, that happen. And you still don't even know what that thing what you're going to do is going to happen because they're not yeah. telling you anything else around it. Yeah, like and it's exactly. such a hard thing to put a child through, but you you logistically worked it out. Yeah, and and did it? Yeah, I mean it's quite uh, insane when you think back yeah. uh, for uh, uh, a young child uh, to okay make decisions that will impact the rest of his life. You know, let's be honest, uh, we're not really listening to our parents, like or what, what we because we we're given the we're nearly given the uh, the power to make that decision ourselves fully, and we get a bit cocky with it. No, I want to do this. No, yeah. mum, dad, I I really want to do this. Yeah, but you should be. Yeah, but I want to do this. And yeah, it's nuts. You have to get to make these decisions yourself as a young person. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, when I think back, um, like even now, sometimes I'm like, oh, um, uh, uh, children uh, or youngsters, maybe as young as 12 or 11, uh, I, I, sometimes I forget how um, uh, strong, uh, strong of a character one can already be at that age, you know, like, right. I mean, uh, we wouldn't have started graffiti uh, at at a young age as well if we didn't right. have that passion or drive. And when I think back to to that time and I'm like, okay, I was already 12, but I, I wanted to be out and, and doing tags. And, and, and now I'm like, with my age, I'm like, uh, not, not looking down on young people, but sometimes uh, forgetting how passionate young people can be at a young age already you know so it's, it's, yeah and i think we can prejudge quite easily because you know what we did it all in secret and 
they probably do too. Yeah, we just exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, I think that of my son, and I'm just like, what the fuck do you do? Like, what do you do? <laughs> like, what the fuck do you do? And he yeah, yeah. he's obviously doing something. Like, yeah, exactly. What the what fuck do you do? What do you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, <but> Please. Like, <laughs> got a tattoo. Bye. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're quite up to yeah. date about stuff already. Just like we did. Yeah, so you're right. You're, you're right. Yeah. We should remember that. They are resilient. They do have, they do have you know, power of thought and all that. Crazy man, crazy year. So you ended up finishing that, got into the art, and got on to do the art degree. Yeah, I um, I went into uh, art school. At first, I thought I wanted to be a a graphic designer, mm-hmm. uh, um, and so I did it for one year. And my teacher said, oh, "Okay, maybe this isn't uh, for you. So we think you you you're a bit more loose. Uh, maybe illustration or free arts is." It's okay, and they, they, they saw some potential in, in me. So they were like, okay, we can write you a nice letter for application to another school. So the so I did one year of, of graphic design, and yeah. yeah, it was really too... I mean, now I think I would do pretty well with the knowledge I have and understanding of, of arts and design. But at that time, it was like not super like fresh it. and not knowing what the fuck I'm doing, you know, like, yeah. okay, I know I like to draw, I like letters, uh, I like to do that. But then I had to pin my work like super neatly on the on the wall to be judged by, by teachers who were who were wearing uh, black uh, turtleneck sweaters, you know, like it was like, okay. Yeah. So I did it for one year, and then uh, the year after, uh, I went to another art art school and uh, uh, enrolled into uh, free arts, uh, the sculpting, uh, painting, and yeah, I I, I did better uh, at that. The, what was the impact on your graph then by that point? Oh yeah, yeah. The the impact was. Up until that time, I was doing quite a lot of technical stuff, I think, uh, because after uh, my first name, Rise, I started to uh, write uh, Zerk, uh, Z-E-R-K, mm-hmm. and it was quite technical. And um, I think probably uh, when you go to art school, um, I mean, the, um, they always try to uh, uh, show you new stuff, and 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 when you've like there's some habits you've probably picked up uh, up until then, and they try to like uh, deprogram you. I mean, I I can't say like uh, that I'm a big advocate of of the the things the way art schools are doing things, uh, but at the time it was good for me, um, like uh, getting exposed to uh, to um, Artists, uh, conceptual uh, sculpture, sculptures, um, different kind of stuff. Then helps break so doing. much that type of stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, and and the impact of that on my work was I was like, you could say I was doing a, a kind of anti-style. Um, I like the, I mean, when I look back on it, I, I yeah. it's horrible, <laughs> but I think it was good. It was a good like contrast point in 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 my graffiti style because it it it, it set a point for me okay you can do stuff without being uh looking just breaking free from the tradition um also at a time um people in eindhoven they started to do a lot of uh, painting with uh, emulsions like uh, uh, the guys from the uh, soul crew and rosie 
uh, Lay, Bomb, uh, B-Kid. So it was kind of an exciting time with uh, also, I think, at the time we got introduced to Spanish Montana and uh, Dirty Hands as well. So it's like a, a kind of a, a crazy smokers board of going into the city center tagging uh, and stickering and uh, emulsion, emulsion, uh, emulsion uh, paintings and stuff. So it's really uh, uh, a really nice electric uh, um, environment to yeah, yeah. be in. An amazing period of the career. Yeah, that yeah. It was so yeah. fucking inspiring, man. It was that like it was I mean when I was a kid, like obviously those beginning years and then you get um Star Wars and so you watch Star Wars and then you just yeah, want to go yeah. out painting. And then I got Artful Dodgers film, um, I don't know if you ever saw it called Get the Message, which no, was no. amazing yeah. British film. Amazing. If I can somehow get you a copy, I will if I can find okay, it. Is it is it about ref or uh it's graph, yeah, and it's like there's interviews with Drax on it, and um, oh, it's just it's absolutely beautiful piece of work, and it's really about the culture. It's like an amazing piece of work about the culture made by the Artful Dodger, who's obviously one of our pioneers. Um, so I'd watch that, and I'd go out painting. And when Dirty Hands came, it just fucking changed the game, though, because oh yeah, 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 you'd never seen that. Exactly, like, it was crazy. Yeah, absolutely just broke all the rules everyone wanted to to use choreo uh ink you know like <laughs> narrow yeah all of that it's just great, go great. mad with it yeah oh, i just i just remembered um a funny story i'll just go back to the hac magazine yeah. i was talking about because um and that was quite important in my graffiti career uh-huh. um I, I so i always looked through the magazine and in the end you had like the adverts um, like people uh, looking for pen pals and or, or photo traders and so I was looking uh, through the magazine and through the adverts and I saw like a guy was saying something along the lines of um, a photo collector looking for uh, other photo collectors to, tra- to trade flicks with and I noticed it was a, a address from my hometown it's like fuck <laughs> he's near me you know <laughs> like i was like okay cool how <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh and like i was like okay uh the next day i was like okay uh i've looked on the map uh, where it is and i'm i'm going to stop by his house you know and i was like okay he's probably like a a, a young guy like me maybe 16 or 15 or something yeah. and then uh, so i i, I rang the uh, the bell at the door and then uh his mom opens and he was like i was like oh it's uh it's chris at home and she was like ah, no no chris is not at home but i can leave a message for him <laughs> so uh so i went home and like probably a week later or maybe two weeks later uh, i get a, a a phone call i think i probably left my 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 my, my number yeah. and it was chris and uh, chris uh, at the time he was uh, he's uh, i think probably maybe seven years older as me Uh, and he was at the time already already a lot of into the into hip-hop and uh, trading pictures with a lot of people around the globe so he was trading Mm -hmm. and yeah and so he 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 later told me like yeah yeah uh this uh uh, this guy came at the door asking for you, uh, and uh, yeah, this uh, this Chinese uh, Chinese guy, and he was like, I don't know any Chinese guys, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, uh, so 
Yeah, he invited me um, uh, to his crib later, and then he had like uh, shoe boxes full of the dopest pictures, like from all over, right. from UK, oh, Paris, uh, New York, you know. Like, and he was like, "Hey, what do you want to see?" And I was like, uh, "Okay, uh, I want to see some uh, uh, bananas, you know, the the, the Dutch yeah. trees." Yeah. We'd pull out the box, bananas, uh, number one, and then it was like crazy amounts of fresh panels and then it was like the highlight of uh my i think right. I probably i got invited every few months or so uh because mm-hmm. i was like the biggest toy back then but i'm glad he saw some potential in me so yeah. he invited me every so often to to come look at photos and uh yeah it was before the internet and uh I think probably I like uh, magazines as well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have HHC in the source, but that was two or four pages at the exactly. most. Yeah, yeah. It's usually three, maybe. And so, then, and then obviously the odd magazine, Bomber or whatever. Exactly. Like, oh my God, that must have been. And it's those experiences as well where you're. You, I'm not saying it's not like that now because I don't know what it's like now to be young and get involved with the culture. But when we didn't have the internet, when we didn't have many magazines. And to find someone who had this sick collection. Oh, yeah, yeah. It would because you would never see that anywhere. Exactly, exactly. And it was like, um, it, uh, he writes uh, Mac, by the way, Mac23, uh, and he's a big collector of stuff, you know, Chris the Wiz on Instagram. Okay. Uh, big uh, record collection, book collection, and uh, photo collection as well. Right. But every time uh, uh, when I would get invited to his crib, he would pour in. Uh, 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 something to drink uh, uh, in a glass and uh, at the end of the evening like maybe two hours later uh, the glass would be still completely filled because I was like I, I couldn't waste any time I was like flipping through the shoe boxes I had like I had a tennis arm from looking through the flicks, you know, like yeah, yeah. My, my throat dry as hell but I had seen the newest pics by search uh, stuff from Paris you know, so, so he's and, and constantly getting these these things yeah. sent to him, and he's sending out stuff as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So I uh, I think probably oh. a lot of guys know know him uh, just by from the photo collecting days, yeah. and uh, I think that really helped a lot uh, in my development because when you see good stuff, you you you've got a certain uh, standard uh, you can work up to, you know. And and at the time I was a big fan of search. Uh, I mean, still am, uh, but yeah, uh, and stuff from all over the world. And uh, sometimes as well, I would get photos and maybe he had a photo uh, double or he didn't like oh. uh, photos. He would give me the, the remaining flicks. And like, and uh, one time uh, I went home with a bag, a garbage bag full of photos. Oh. <laughs> I was like, and then the next day I would bring him to, to school yeah. and I was like, like I'm the man, you know. Like look at this. Look at the collection. Is yeah. I've got connections. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so like my friends were jealous and like, oh, he went to Chris. And he saw the new, all the, the freshest uh, graffiti yeah. pics, and and the funny thing is like he also got a lot of pics from the UK, and yeah. uh, because he traded uh, photos as well with with guys from the UK, mm-hmm. and I think that's when my I, I always got this like nostalgic feeling when I look at old UK graffiti pictures, you know, like, like in a way I, I've known them since the beginning. Yeah. Uh, in my yeah. Graffiti I, know, I, know what you mean. 
I, I know what you mean. I kind of feel maybe a bit similar when I see some European trains. Mm. Yeah. Because Gosh. it was there at the beginning with me. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Even though I didn't grow up around them, it was part of that early influence when there wasn't much out there. Like those first Six. few magazines and I'd see these foreign trains. You you know, I kind of, when I see foreign trains painted now, and I say foreign coming from the UK, like when I see the foreign trains painted now, I've got like an affinity with them. I'm happy to see them or yeah. like, oh shit, the models have changed so much or whatever it is, there's a care. And yeah, I suppose exactly, it's yeah. the same about the UK because it was there in those early years for you in those photo stashes. Yeah, exactly. I still, I still got them, and I oh, really? only like uh, last night I, I looked through them again, and I, like, uh, by example, came across a picture from uh, Zonk, you know, DDS. Yeah, and I was like, ah, cool, and I, I listened to the podcast just uh, like uh, not not, not too, uh, long ago. Yeah, and uh, it's like it, it's nice how everything comes back, you know, in 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 circle, like. Growing up with pictures and then uh, learning about the person later and learning about the style. That's what I like about the podcast you do. It's like um, uh, a style comes from a person and his his character and his yeah. his hardships and uh, and uh, that's how a style gets formed. It's not yeah. by the things you do, but uh, it, it's it's just your character by doing stuff already and. And that's why it's really uh, a good way to to learn about someone's style and yeah how I think, one I, thinks. About I it. think the older I've got, I just you know it's done so much for me the culture, and it's it, it's done more for me than what I paint on the wall. To be honest, I don't even really like my pieces. It is everything else it's done for me, and so I just think, wow, other people must have this experience. Yeah. Like, to say that you, I'm not saying you paint you paint shit pieces. What I'm saying is, mm-hmm. right, look, Druid paints these fucking banging pieces. Like, what's his story? How did he get to this? And like, what what goes on? Because it isn't. You're right. It's not just this final product that you see. Like that, it's about character. And even though I think, you know, when people talk about biting in this scene, like, I don't think people allow time for people to learn and find a position because. You very rarely hear that word or a word like it <clears throat> in other art forms. It's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're, it's still the person expressing. They just happen to find it through this medium format, mm-hmm. a structure, you know, spray line or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think um, in other art forms, it's encouraged to, like, maybe look and learn yeah, uh, yeah. but because it's being um presented presented in a way uh as a process that and uh, because it's a process you can move on quicker again yeah. and in graffiti it's like a taboo you know like you can't talk about it so it yeah, stays yeah. longer in those biting phases you know like it you're not uh, getting encouraged encouraged to to move on or like yeah. to to make your own style of it uh, it's just like okay it's it's off limits and and that's the end you know you get called out i mean i suppose it may be a bit easier now just because it must outnumber the amount of people that can say anything about it yeah there must be so many writers but there was definitely a period and it, and i think there's still like an unwritten rule within it where you can't buy it but it, i mean look on the other hand, what it does do is develop a writer like you, who is extremely unique with what they produce. And I, I think I've tried to do the same thing where, all right, I can't buy it. I, I've got to fucking find this little lane for myself yeah. where people can know it's me. 
without knowing yeah, the whole yeah. word. And so that is a great thing about graffiti because obviously it builds us in that sense. But blimey, does it make it hard on route? I think it's uh, good to know what other people are doing so you can find your own lane. If you know what kind of lanes there are, you can like, okay, this has been done already or yeah. uh, uh, I've got to do, I got to twist it so much that it will become my own thing, you know? And yeah. I think that's uh, always in the end, the uh, that's evolution, you know? Yeah. That's how things grow. And, and only if you stay oh. stagnant, it, it, it won't, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't move. Um, yeah, mad, mad. It was great to, yeah, get those flicks. Sorry to go off course there. <laughs> yeah, just to, just to circle back, just as a big shout out to, to Mac, because yeah. if I didn't uh, get exposed to so many burners and then good stuff uh, i think i wouldn't have been here you know like at, at, at this point so but it's the, the the eagerness and the 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 um always wanting to see new stuff i think that's I why mean, he, for, he saw to you like yeah. you know you even made the first port call you noticed the address you made the effort you stepped out like and i think this is the thing back in those days it's you had to, if you were going to, you had to make that step. Otherwise, you could be like your mate who bought the Gypsy book, went home, done a couple yeah. of pieces, and then just, that was it. Because his interaction was with a shop. He yeah, yeah. He'd done the pieces. And, whereas yours was a lot more organic, and mm -hmm. you knew you were getting treated. You knew that this mm. is a fucking glimpse into a world that I know not many people get to see. And yeah. uh, he obviously saw that you were grateful of that. and. He nurtured it. It's mad though. Those little, just a tiny little thing like that. <clears throat> just, you know, a mad little small interaction of you reading a bit of print in a magazine. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, yeah, it's, um, it's quite amazing. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I still think oh. fondly of it, uh, even yeah. now, you know, like all the times uh, looking at the pictures and like, uh, when I did a piece and then I thought, oh, okay, maybe if I do a good enough piece, uh, I'll get invited again to, to the crib to look at pictures you now because oh, they notice I'm putting in work. So, you know, yeah. it's... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. I remember meeting like my... When I... You obviously grow up with writers like you do, like you're saying, you've got your crew and you meet these people in school or whatever. But when you meet your first professional writer or what you think is professional because they're, yeah, up, yeah, yeah. they're the king of the town or whatever... <clears throat> um, and then when you're willing to step up, and my, my first writer, it's a weird name, it was Hoare from a crew called SHK. And um, he worked in a shop on the Kilburn High Road. And so I'd go and see him. And, you know, by just meeting this guy who was so serious about graph and had accomplished so much within it, and then for him to give me the time to spread knowledge, teach me about letters and all that type of shit, yeah, it was such gem gemstones of, of minutes in our lives because... It, they mean so much in the long term. Here we are, twenty-five years later. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, I'm, uh, uh, even now. I'm, I'm like, okay, um, because I've been giving um, that attention back then. I'm like, okay, I'm always willing to like um, talk to to guys about graph or share my ideas or gi give pointers. You know, mm -hmm. uh, just because I, I've been giving that same treatment back in the day as well. So just in a sense, like. Uh, uh, each one teach one right so i think it's a it's a good thing to to put it back into the community uh sharing your knowledge and and that's what i've been doing of, or been trying to do now as well 
uh, with YouTube or like making maybe some longer posts about the stuff I do because um, because I I'm quite a big uh, nerd in general, but especially a graffiti nerd. So mm-hmm. I'm like always trying to consume stuff, uh, magazines, books, Instagram. Uh, uh, when I'm outside, I always try to 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 get my graffiti fix. You know, like a, yeah. a real graffiti fiend. But for me, it always it's like, I mean, I don't feel guilty about it, but I feel I'm taking a lot. So I'm I'm trying to to put put some stuff back energy back into the community as well that's wicked man and, and it's because it's what you were taught and this is how you're going yeah. to give back in that way yeah um let's just jump back to the middle a bit where where you're at art uni doing that course oh yeah yeah and your pieces and that anti-style oh man yeah <laughs> <laughs> what, what <laughs> do you do with yourself at that age like when you were, did you think that right? For one, I'm definitely a graffiti writer. I'm in this game for life. Yeah, yeah. You knew that. You were signed. Uh, well, the thing is, I think uh, I did a lot of a lot of pieces back then. It was more of a part of a lifestyle or yeah. something. Like, like I would just go party, uh, and then at end of the night, uh, I would go out with my friends, uh, do a piece or something, and it was like maybe more an of an afterthought. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I did sketch and I, and I, and I, and I was, and I did love it. I mean, I still love it, but in a way it wasn't, it was more organic maybe, you know, like, okay, you go out partying and then maybe you can do some action, um, afterwards, you know, like, and, and, and it almost becomes like, um, just, um, part of, uh, I mean, Probably back then, uh, student life was simpler, you know, like uh-huh. just go to school, work a, a part-time job maybe and, and, and do graph and, you know, um, so it didn't have... You, you and a couple of friends would just at the, add that on to the, the social evening, basically. Exactly. And yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. uh, my crew and th- those guys... Yeah. Guys are still my best friends, you know. Like, so it was just part of uh, a, a good uh, night out, you know. And uh, and now when I look back at those pieces, I'm like, ah oh, man. I mean, I, I took the effort to like uh, jump a fence and do a back jump, but uh, I wish I had put more effort into the sketch or like yeah. sorting out my colors or, or not yeah. being drunk, you know. <laughs> like like risking risking my life just to do that shit, you know. Like I mean. The the I wouldn't trade in those days for uh, any money, you know. Like it, um, it was fun, but I, I just wished I was more, I was I've better. Got, yeah, I've got many photos I wish were better looking. I've got many photos that I was just like, I wish I did better on that. What an opportunity! Look yeah, at yeah, that. exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> risking my my life, risking my freedom, just to do something shit. But, I love uh, those photos at the same time. It does make you think. But yeah, I guess it's it, it it also because it's quite innocent and 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 you're not thinking about okay how is this going to be perceived by by my peers or like you know like I mean I, I guess you can it's have that up. yeah is what it is it's getting up isn't it yeah exactly it was it was just fun and you know um, but yeah it's uh, I think I, I it, it was a good time for my style I think yeah. personally. Uh, 
and I think every writer in, in his career um, gets to hear this. Oh, I thought I thought your pieces from a few years back were better. You know, like yes. <laughs> every like every new face you do, uh, it's like oh okay, because I think people are just used to getting to see a certain style by you, uh, and also when you're learning stuff, it might not be the prettiest or the best. Yeah, but it's not a it's not an end station. It's like a process oh. and. Um, and I think whole the, the the whole of my all of my uh, art uh, school, uh, yeah. McGrath was kind of a process, you know, like experimenting, doing stuff, uh, breaking from tradition, and um, yeah, I, not, not the I most pieces. Yeah, I didn't go to college, but I, I noticed the people that I came up with over the years who did go to college or uni to study art, how they then could bring that to graffiti and not. And as you say, you don't actually bring the medium, whatever, but it's the processes and the how-tos. You learn so much more and, and <clears throat> many more different methods of how to solve a problem in your exactly, art. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah and I think um, I love when I, when, when I, um, I see it now, if I didn't have that freedom back then, um, because I, if, when I look at my work now, uh, I mean... When I sketch, um, I just like solving puzzles, mm -hmm. uh, letter puzzles, composition puzzles, and um, I notice uh, now it's it's getting a bit easier. Maybe because I, I found my uh, my thing, my isms uh, in, in 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 this graph lettering, um, and I'm I'm not sure if that's a good thing because every time you get to when it gets too easy or you you fall into certain tricks or habits, then you know the the style becomes uh, uh, stagnant, you know. Um, but back then, um, it, it was a quite a loose time, and now it's more a technical time. And and, and I feel because of uh, the things I did in art school, uh, graph wise, mm -hmm. uh, I have uh, I, uh, um, so it's a big big contrast between like the, the anti anti style stuff and the the technical stuff and now i can move in between like sometimes i do a bit more rounder stuff uh then a bit more technical and yeah it's it i think it it it, it um broadened my range my vocabulary a bit so did, did any of your crew go as well yeah i think um i mean uh, my they all did uh, graphic design or illustration okay. uh, so it it was yeah uh, we had a quite a uh, uh, my crew of million dollar boys uh, we were with five people and you got quite yeah. a lot of information then altogether. yeah yeah and they they were and, and they're uh, professionals in the in the art uh, a sector now like oh, okay. uh, i mean uh, art directing or illustrating yeah. or you know uh stuff like that so it was always a good environment to to be in talking yeah. about style and comparing stuff and just and i mean it's always really nice uh to be with people um uh loving who love the same stuff you know like it's it's such a good energy because mm -hmm. i think the, the the older you grow the more cynical people become and and, and people always l like to talk about the neg negative <coughs> stuff or complain and i mean it's i mean uh, we're dutch people we, we we love to complain it's a it's a oh, joke you know <laughs> we do the same here yeah, yeah. so and then that and yeah that's 
I think it's it's a good thing to be in a crew and, and just loving loving stuff together, you know, like and having having those years of experience together. <clears throat> you know, those if you get when you get together now, you don't just have to talk about current affairs or what you're all going through now. You can reminisce and you can think because you've all been through so much together. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's 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 always a a good a good thing when we uh, come together like uh, most of the guys were uh, living on the like on the um, west coast of, of Holland I mean Holland is small it's like uh, in, in three hours you're across the country so it's not we're uh, never far removed uh, from each uh, each other so yeah wicked so um, how did how did graph play out then as you left uni and you know started real not, you know real life adult life how, how yeah. did how did graffiti start to play out with for you um yeah i mean graffiti um i, I had um like a, a, a certain period uh during art school where i was breaking a lot as well oh, right. uh, yeah yeah and and uh i did it, uh one of my crew bodies was in the breaking uh group as well and what i noticed for me uh just uh, uh when i would do breaking more my graph would be less so for me it was always hard to combine and balance and why yeah yeah and i always respect people who can do multiple stuff like but for me it was like okay graph is taking a back seat but then i finished uh when i finished art school uh i start to dance less as well um and i think um i think probably it has been like I was trying to find a way in the in the artist's life, but then I quickly noticed that okay, it's too stressful for me. Like mm -hmm. I, I wasn't made for this, and um, I think it probably took took a while, maybe a year were or two. Kind of, were you trying to do it with graffiti as well? No, no, no. Because the thing was uh, in art school, um, and that's what I don't like about. I mean, art school back then it was like, okay, you're coming in and everything you like to do, like art-wise, uh, we have to deprogram you. You have to do follow our rules and 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 uh, look at certain things and in a certain way. And now I can see the the flawedness of of art school. They're just uh, people too, you know, the, the teachers, and 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 they they teach from a certain point of view. And I'm like. Now I'm like, uh, whatever you do art-wise, uh, just do it because when you love it, you, you put all your passion into it. And even it's, if it's comic book drawing, it's, it will be like a hundred times better than trying to be an avant-garde conceptual artist, you know, like without yeah. having the, the, the passion behind it. And, um, but um, I was really like... Um, I, I, I sold a work for like 2,000 euros maybe at, a, uh, at my, uh, um, uh, my um, closing show uh -huh. for art school. So I was like buzzing because of that. And I was like, oh, okay, uh, maybe you can make it work. And then, yeah, I tried for a year. And then I, I was like, okay, maybe I wasn't prepared well for this, you know, like yeah. being in a bubble of art school, not yeah. having to do finances or like making business propositions, uh, uh, like going after funds and stuff. Like, okay, uh, I'm really ill prepared for this. And they 
uh, we didn't get prepared well enough, like for the real real world. Yeah. So that's where I mean, I mean, I, I guess a lot of people from my uh, year could make it work. It was just, it it was just an, wasn't just for me, you know. Like, and well, I was I mean, like, okay, yeah, and it isn't for everyone either. Like, I I can't imagine how daunting it must be. Like that step out. I didn't go. Like. You know, I left at school was it for me, and then I was out in the world. So I was out there from 15, 16. Like, so I didn't experience it, but the comfort and the, oh, as you say, the bubble you're in. Yeah. Like, to step out and to think one thing and then realize another is, yeah, it's mind blowing. Like, yeah, yeah blatantly yeah. like to mess with your head a bit. But yeah. I think this is, but the point is, is that you, you still kept graffiti no matter yeah. what you did with your real life. Yeah, it's um, the f the funny thing with graffiti is I I've had a lot of hobbies like collecting comics, uh, breaking, playing basketball. But of all those things, graffiti has always stayed with me. Like yeah. it, it has been my my best friend, my my best hobby of all these years. Yeah. And um, and and I, I think graffiti can adjust to your lifestyle you know maybe you don't have any the time to go out every night anymore but maybe you can go uh one day in the weekend uh and um it can adapt and, and mold to your habits as yeah. a creative and yeah. because it's you, you don't you never have to um uh take responsibility for your work you can just make it and no one is there to judge if it's good or bad or it becomes so free i think that happens though after years and years because as you said earlier you know you do a piece like the side of the train or whatever you'll back jump and you're like fuck people are going to judge it and this that and the third but when you're 20 20 years in 25 years in and it's about fitting pieces into your life yeah then it doesn't matter because yeah, exactly you know, like you're going to try and judge me but look it's going to be an accomplished piece you know that like yeah, whoever yeah. no one can really badly judge it because i've got too many years in this but then, yeah, it, so it becomes such much more relaxed. Yes, yeah, and that's what I realize now. It's like uh, everyone, everyone fits graph into the life in a different way, you know? Like everyone else has their own lane and uh, you're much more comfortable with the stuff you're doing. And at least for me, I'm not like, uh, I'm, I've never been the, the biggest uh, uh, illegal painter or, or trained painter mm -hmm. um and so i was uh, uh, like maybe in the beginning years of yeah when i was maybe yeah all the or something yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah you think oh i could be more up or could uh, yeah. do more track size or paint more panel pieces you know uh but now i'm like okay it's for me it's just um like doing my thing yeah. uh and and i'm okay with that you know like so, yeah, I mean, man what you've done with that thing though bro fuck like the style is so beautiful. Like, Thanks, man. I just I love it to bits, man. And the the, the zine you sent, like that, the booklets that you're making of the, of the sketches, are mm -hmm. so insightful and gorgeous. Ah, but thanks, man. Seeing that stuff and seeing how you put letters together and seeing your characters and that, it's just yeah, I, I love shit like that. Background work again, you know. Yeah. Like, well, obviously, I love seeing the final pieces, but those back, just seeing those sketches is such a treat. And as you were saying earlier, like about these videos that you're doing and it is just yeah this is the way we can do this now but yeah yeah i i think it's uh also for uh, a lot of creatives nowadays it's really nice having this environment of um 
social media like um, YouTube, uh, Flickr, Pinterest, whatever, Instagram, you know, because there's a lot of stuff uh, to learn. And and I think that's a good thing. It's it sometimes make it makes it difficult to find your own voice in in all of this because you see a lot of stuff and you always get influenced, of course. Uh, But I think the more you see, the more critical you you can be like, okay, uh, if I do it like this, it, it looks too much like that guy or, you know, and then you, you're forced to, to twist and um, make up your own stuff more, you know, like make yeah, yeah. it more unique. Yeah. with um, it's, and- it's, it's quite intense at the minute. We've, we are surrounded completely, oh, yeah. you know, overblown with content and images and videos. But if, if you've got the passion to do something with that and in that world, yeah, you, it's, it's, it's hard work, but you can do it and you can, you can make it unique. Uh, Instagram kills me because I see so much wasted time on there, but at the the same time, there is so much great stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like if if you can find it, you know, too much, I can't keep up, you know, so every day there's a new writer. I'm like, okay, uh, that's a dope writer. I never knew about him, but, uh, yeah, Yes, uh, it's um, it can be a quite quite a overkill of stuff. So yeah, I, I use it quite a lot for work, like to find artists, mm-hmm. and um, it's and when when I get a certain briefing and there's a certain type of artist, I'm, it's fucking mind blowingly inspiring, man. Yeah. Like I find myself in different parts of the world, like, oh, yeah. like yeah. just in this hole, just like oh my god, these fucking like I don't know where I was the other. I think it was yeah, deep yeah. somewhere, and I'm just seeing. Yeah. The, fucking amazing illustrators in the deepest of russia just wow love that yeah, it's great if you're like just a lover uh yeah. of, of the arts it's it's perfect you know you can you can see a lot of stuff so it, it it isn't a bad thing but it's like yeah you know how you have to be really conscious of how you con- consume stuff mm. you know like um what's um what, what's the dutch scene like at the minute like it, it, is it healthy <laughs> Well, I think it's pretty healthy. It's uh, we got a lot of writers, and everyone's doing their own stuff. Um, I think uh, I, I like to think of Holland as a like uh, we're a small country, but we have a lot of a lot of good writers. You know, yeah. from um, a lot of uh, good train writers, style writers. I mean, I, I, the, that doesn't exclude each other, you know, but no. just good writers in general uh, across the whole spectrum uh, for such a small country, uh, di- diverse styles as well. And they just recently... Super, super deep history, like yeah. one of the first countries to, for it to have touched in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I received the book uh, from Dutch Graffiti Library some time ago about the writer this. And he was one of the, I mean, probably the first, I think the first uh, European to, to write, a, do a uh, panel on the New York subway. Wow. So, and uh, his, story, his story was um, untold for a long time uh, yeah. until they uh, reached out to his family. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, stuff like that. Uh, I mean, uh, the Dutch scene goes uh, uh, quite a long time back. Mm-hmm. For sure, always, and I mean the Dutch scene is strong, and it and it's got a root style as well. There is a Dutch style, not that you all paint that way. The same way there's an English style. Yeah, but you, there is a definite Dutch style. The same way as a Parisian style or French style. Yeah, true, true. Um, I, I, um, yeah. Not sure if I can tell 
can tell that style, but it's probably when you're doing a certain style, you're not really aware of it. But when mm. I look at it, like uh, uh, a UK style or a French style, like, okay, I can see certain isms in the, the yeah. way of painting, it's, the it's ideas. Slight. It's very slight, you know, yeah. but there is a, there's like a little sprinkle of something. I don't know. I'm I'm a fucking geek as well, probably just like you. I'm a geek. <laughs> I, I, I study I, I study so much of it. It it, it makes me think. Oh, I think I can place the country of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I can. I can do a bit of country placing. Uh, right. uh, oh yeah, bro. It 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 goes like for me sometimes it goes. Uh, so deep like when i look at the pics uh, like an old uk flick i'm like okay i'm looking at colors i'm like okay it has a certain type of pink pastel so it probably is a mix from a, like a certain brand or like a, a white with a, a it's like and, and like almost being a graffiti forensic like okay uh, the text in the background what kind of bricks <laughs> the architecture you know what kind of plants yeah. are, are growing there so yeah, and, north of the country right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so it's uh, it's it's fun like it's it's, it's a good uh, thing to geek out uh, on yeah, and just to touch uh, back onto the the zines, um, I think I, I released the first zine in 2017, mm -hmm. and uh, the the reason I, I I released them was first of all, um, yeah, my, my well, we were painting, and my buddy, uh, my crew buddy uh, Dusk from the Crash and Burn crew, he looked at my sketch, and he said like uh, in a serious tone, uh, "That's worth gold." I'm like, huh? What, what do you mean, man? <laughs> I'm like, because I always like bring a, a sketch to the wall. Yeah. Um, and then when I'm finished sketching up, I, I just like uh, crumple the sketch up and throw them back, you know, like. It's a side pocket. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Get, get, get paint all over it. And Crumped then he up. said like, and I was like, oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes, uh, so, and for me, I, I always like to watch or look, uh, I always ask people, hey, can I look at your sketch or can I have a, can I have a peek in your sketchbook? Like um, uh, last edition of Step in Arena, uh, Elf from Edinburgh, yeah. he was invited and was like, and, and, and uh, I also, I've been a big fan of him for years. And uh, so I was like, okay, I just want to talk to him and just uh, find out if he's, if, he, if he's a cool dude and he was a really, really nice guy. So oh. yeah. And so I was like, okay, and I, I saw like he had his he had his book on his bag. I was like, fuck, can I have a look in, in, in your book? You know, <laughs> and it was like amazed, man, all the sketches by him, and and it's yeah. like, uh, it's it's they're the blueprints, you know, like, and that's how I regarded them um, with other people, but I never looked at my stuff like that because it, it, it it's not something precious you know it's like just a, a working sketch yeah. uh, blueprint and then uh, you know uh, I, I could have lost it or it could, could get uh, rained away it's weird it's, it's so weird like appreciating your own work it's just yeah. nuts it's just something it's I, I, yeah. I, I, I try to I don't know if I do enough I've been doing it long enough. You'd think I would, and I presume you'll kind of feel the same. But I don't know if you know. It, it's such a weird thing. And then when someone else says something, you're like, "Huh? Really? really? This? But you yeah. like the piece? What about the piece? No, no, I like the paper." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe it's just some kind of a uh, like a mechanism you, you use, like to not stare at your own belly button. You know, like it's um, 
Um, because I think if you start, for me at least, I'm like, okay, uh, it's not a fear, but it's like, okay, I can't think I'm getting too good, you know, or yeah. or or good, because then I'll I'll be complacent and I'm like, okay, ah, oh, my style is good enough, and I, I don't have to stop here. Yeah, I mean, I I I always try to. Uh, I was trying to find new stuff and, and keep sketching. Yeah. But yeah, then, then he said, okay, that, that, that's worth gold. And I was like, okay. So people, other people are, might like looking at it. And I was like, okay, um, at that time I did a lot of sketches with a uh, whiteout pen. Huh? And, and most sketches, uh, they start to, to crumble because of the, the, the whiteout um, paint. Uh, it got dry and 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 and, and wouldn't the pieces would be nothing left of it. Yeah. So it's like okay, it's time just to just for me, uh, for my own archive to scan them yeah. in and have them on a hard uh, drive. And I was like, okay, maybe I can make a little zine out of it, and uh, people would be interested as well. You know, like uh, just uh, uh, just just as a test, and then people bought it, and I was like, yeah. fuck. Uh, that's crazy, <laughs> because I, I've never been the like the commercial type, and not yeah. that that's anything wrong with it. But I never thought about my own stuff like that, yeah. and, and it's quite weird because it's. I mean, I've been doing this this for so many years, and so the the uh, obviously there's a lot of passion uh, into it. You know, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. You're not sitting in the bushes for hours uh, in the rain or like. Uh, um, sketching for hours or uh, traveling to other countries just it, because that it's just him, fun, no. you know. It's real. It's pure passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like, and when people would ask me, like, oh, "Do you sell prints?" I'm like, "Prints? <laughs> what are you on about, man?" I'm, I'm just going down that road. Yeah, I'm just painting pieces, you know. Like, well, I, I was like thinking about that people would like my stuff enough to buy. Yeah, uh, something from me, you know, like, but I think, yeah, and when I look at, at it objectively, of yeah, of course, you, you put a lot of passion into something, and it shows, you know, like the the pleasure, I and think, uh, I, I mean, for me, though, it's like it's the preservation of of this stuff, mm-hmm. so important, yeah, and you know that that's I, I love, obviously, we all love photos, we love the finished pieces, but we've got an abundance of that, an absolute massive abundance. And and if I'm honest, I wish that was cared for in a completely different way than it is now. But I can't do anything about that. But I love seeing publications of any sort. If someone dedicates a website to something, or you mm-hmm. know, produces a zine or makes a little book, I always try and get it because it's just yeah. like this is fucking important, man. And true, what you put together as well is beautiful. Like and, and I love the sketches you're you're selling as well. Like beautiful paintings, man. Yeah, oh, thanks, man. And I think yeah. they've got to spread out. They've got to be seen and, and, and on walls because yeah, it's it, it, I think it's so mad, like because we're living in our own history. And it's why I think it's not taken as serious or because mm-hmm. I'm disgusted at what goes on on Instagram. Like yeah. I I can't stand the stories like these amazing fucking beautifully written stories mm-hmm. it, that fit in my palm because of the size of the text and mm-hmm. photo that if I drag yeah. it isn't going to be that great. Mm-hmm. Like 
I really want us to be preserving our culture. Yeah. It's why I did the podcast, actually, because yeah. I just preserve as much as I can because mm-hmm. it's so important. And it's that, really important, yeah. It is. And, I, and I, love, I love a photo zine. I love when a writer puts out a book, which is all their photos. But I think like, it's more of this background work, man. Score, yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. Score I, UK did that. I, 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 I love the podcast you did with Teach. And I was like, oh, oh man, it, uh, just the, the, the background, the motivation, the, the life uh, he has led, you know, that, that brought to his character now and then so the stuff he's been making. That story, man. Like, yeah. I was blessed to get that. Obviously, yeah. eternally grateful yeah. to him for, yeah. you know, trusting me that way. But um, what I, I just, I, I can't express how important I think it is. And that's why I was so happy when you said yes. When you said you were listening to him and then when you said yes, I was like, fuck, definitely getting this. I don't know what's going on out in Holland. I don't know who's preserving yeah. what. But I've had an interaction with you and it was like, to have you on here was just like sick. I'm, you know, I'm bringing this in. This has got to be part of it you know it's because it's it's that important and that's yeah, why I love, I love i love the zines that you're doing yeah, I love it, 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 it's um like when i go to jams abroad or just jams in, in holland i always try to talk with a lot of people and um i, I always think even if like some people say oh uh, um um I think you can always learn something from someone, you know, like even if the styles don't match up or it's, it's a total different lane. Mm. Uh, I think people always have something interesting to say, uh, mm. even if they like they, if they don't like my stuff and they 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 have a certain uh, perspective on it. It it can be really useful or yeah. insightful, you know. Mm. Um, and I think with the podcasts, it's you get a more um more complex nuance. Yeah. more nuance exactly and it's yeah. being preserved as well and i think now for us as graffiti writers it's we, we're in a pretty special time because a lot of pioneers are still alive uh and we can interact with them that's mad you know like uh, having a chat with scheme or something or or, or a chain you know uh, and that might change uh in 20 years 10 to 20 years also with um like um buying original work it now it's like because the this culture is so young and it's still maturing and um even now like when i noticed that like a few years ago people were faking original sketches by you yeah. know uh, uh og writers it's like Ooh. okay we've come to this point that graffiti is being uh is perceived as being rough uh uh, worth enough to be put in a museum or like yeah. uh, going into the history books and that people are now trying to forge uh, original artworks and, and I think in a few years it's really difficult to come uh, uh, to, to buy works from your favorite artists you know I think but this is why I think it's very it's really important we keep doing what we're doing and anyone who's out there putting things out that are physical or recorded interviews or I, I just think this is all so integral because we're at a time where we could just wash away with it like there will always be graffiti of course there will like there and there has been before we even came like there was a type of graffiti we saw it in fucking uh, well it, it, I don't even talk about it. it's been everywhere and this yeah. is our period but it it's such a new wave such a fresh like the biggest moving art movement that's ever gone around the world ever biggest and fastest moving art movement to ever hit the planet yeah yeah but we're we, unfortunately i feel that we're 
where we've become credible after 30, 40 years in the, mm-hmm. on the world, we've also peaked at the same time as the fucking social media. And so yeah, yeah. things, it's like, it's a tap open and it's all just flowing out. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy to see the Museum of Graffiti out in America. Yeah. I think yeah. that's amazing. And I don't expect countries to dedicate museums to them. I mean, New York's a mecca, but um, yeah. I don't expect every country to do it. But I just want us as people, like as, as the people in the culture, like, Let's do something, man. Let's keep something. Like, let's have great. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's much more than just this end photo. Yeah, exactly. And and that's what I think what I like about sketches as well because it's. Yeah. Um, I mean, graffiti graffiti is illegal. Graffiti is uh, the, the application of spray paint on the surface. Uh, um, and I mean, uh, a sketch isn't graffiti in the um, in that sense but it's part of graffiti culture you know yeah. like yeah. Uh, the the black book sessions uh, the, the 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 black books uh, uh the benching you know it's graffiti culture oh, and uh, the thing we've got if we can lose that as well yeah. and we're kind of on the brink of it i don't know how many writers young writers now what the the percentage would be who hold black books like cuz i don't know if it's part of their everyday True, true. And, and so it's again why we need to preserve this shit. Yeah. yeah. Because if, if the culture's changed and evolved and it's not needed anymore, cool, so be it. If the 16 year old now doesn't need a black book, so be it. That's fine. I don't mind that. But yeah. please can we make sure we've told the story about the black book? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You know. I, I think um, what I noticed because um, I've got a few uh, younger guys in my crew in, in Crash and Burn. And I mean, the funny thing is, I mean, uh, um, I'm 38 now and they're, I think, 30 now, but we started writing uh, like with Spose and Dusk and, and Res, um, uh, just to name a few. Um, they've, we started writing together when they were like probably 18 or something wow. or 17 and that's been a few years as well as now, but um, just by talking with them and with them and with painting with them, um, it gives me a whole fresh perspective on graph, you know, like um, when they started uh, a lot of internet, uh, graffiti on the internet was already available. So yeah. the need to buy physical media uh, wasn't that important because, okay, why should I buy a magazine if I can look at graffiti pictures uh, all day on the internet, uh, which are free? Why exactly. did you go to the library? You went to a library? Yeah. For what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and um, I mean, uh, that's why I always try to encourage, like, uh, buy a publication, buy books. If you like, even if you like a piece a lot on the internet, just save them on your hard drive because you never yeah. know. The, the website m- might go offline and then you yeah. have nothing yeah. to show. Yeah, you won't always be able to go back and check on it. It's, but yeah. well, I think, I think some, something's happening. Something's happening, and seeing that museum of graffiti happen is amazing. And yeah. I think the openness that and this is number, I don't know, fifty-four or number fifty-five. I've done fifty-five podcasts. Like that's amazing that fifty-five people have stood up and said, "Yeah, go on, and I'll talk to you." You know, and so, and then obviously, I don't like Killer Keller's podcast if I'm honest, mm-hmm. but it is what it is, and it's getting recorded yeah. views, and you know, great. Mm-hmm. I wish, I wish another writer would do it. Mm-hmm. But, and, I, and I know it's happening elsewhere around the globe and all this shit helps all this shit you know will will help and it will come to relevance if anything in you know 50 years time mm-hmm. we're doing alright here though man this podcast had over 100,000 listens you know 
this good uh, good amount, man. That's a fucking big ass number, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. When I put that together, like Jesus, yeah. Okay. Where, where are those people coming from? It was, because this is, as well, it's gone worldwide. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really fucking interesting to look. I don't look at it as much anymore because, mm-hmm. but it was it was really interesting the, the times I was looking and just seeing yeah. like, fucking people in India were listening. Damn, like someone in Kenya's listening. It's like, super interesting to see the shift. Uh, from not talking about stuff you do because yep. it's se- yeah. in secret and because you need to protect your protect yeah. your own uh, safety freedom um, and the more people know the 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 the, um, the um, how do you call it again you, you're uh, more anonymous side just disappears a bit more doesn't it ex- exactly you're vulnerable you know yeah it's uh, and it, it's good yeah, it's good to see that people are opening up now and and talking about the experience. So, but, but, I've got I've got seven recordings in the stash with writers that I can't release. <laughs> okay, people are gonna hate me for saying that, but it's yeah. the truth. I, I've sat down with a few mm-hmm. other people and I, seven recordings, I, and they're just like, "That was wicked, Chatty D, but that ain't going out, bro." <laughs> <laughs> so don't, so, just I, don't tell me who they are because I'll be up I'm at night. Tell anyone, but I've heard some amazing stuff, but yeah, and and you know a lot of nuances. But I'm for, look, this is this isn't for everyone, and I get that. Exactly. And, um, you know, I do ask a lot of people, and I, as you know, I want I'm nosy, and I think it's important, and it just kind of helps build the story. So I'm, I'm eternally grateful that you, you were up for it, and everyone else yeah, has been up for it as well. You're welcome, man. Thanks for asking. Um, it's been wicked to chat to you. So obviously, 2020, a fucking mad start to the year already. Yeah. Like crazy time. But you're, yeah, for sure. You're you're not on full lockdown, but you're taking no. precautions over there. Yeah, for sure. It's like. Um, trying to limit uh, social contact you have. And I mean, the total lockdown can still happen. So that's it in the back of my mind. It, it mm-hmm. can happen any any day because like any, every day is different again. So it, it goes so quickly with, uh, yeah. with changes. Yeah, literally hourly if they could, but they just exactly. can't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just like now, okay, it's a good time to just, just focus maybe. And that's a good thing I see on, on the net as well. Like people are focusing on like, okay, uh, we're forced to do, to take it slower. Let's focus on the slow mm-hmm. uh, hobbies we got, like sketching, reading, you know, like just take it a notch down and, and focus of, on, on being creative and, and, and self uh Let's build some positives out of this, man, because th- there's a lot of people who say they haven't got the time to do. I haven't got the time to do. I haven't got the time to do. Listen, take the fucking time now. Exactly, yeah. And it's the ideal time. And if you don't, you're going to kick yourself. Yeah, I've exactly. Got some, yeah, we're, we're not in lockdown yet. And I mean, I, our government's fucking crazy. And mm-hmm. Boris Johnson's, I fucking hate him. He's a wanker. Mm-hmm. But there's two sides to him not locking this down. One side is because... He doesn't want his mates and the insurance companies to have to pay out money oh, yeah. to the people he closes. It's a big part, yeah. The massive part. But the other part is there is a bit of logic to not being locked down, mm-hmm. letting it spread, letting NHS deal with that. Exactly. At a slower rate than yeah. us. So, I mean, look, who fucking knows? It's, this yeah. has happened so quickly to the world. Like, who fucking knows? Um, but again, I think, as we said earlier, it, we can find a lot of positives out of this, man. And I think yeah. empathy is going to fucking, you know, take over. Love's going to take over. A lot of good artwork is coming out of it. A so. lot of artwork's going to happen, man. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's going to, 
be a fresh new world as well. Mother Nature's loving this fucking breath of fresh air. Oh yeah, for sure. So um, yeah, wicked. just impact like that on a global scale. It's <clears throat> not yeah. to be understated. Exactly. It's I mean fucking uh, what they call the extinction extinction rebellion must be over the fucking moon, and yeah. I'm, I'm happy for them. Yeah. Um, listen, bro. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, thank you. I really enjoyed it, and um, yeah. I, I feel the, the, the past hour and a half went by really quickly. <laughs> it was a good chat, man. So yeah. it, it, thanks for making my first podcast experience a good one. Wicked. No, I'm glad. <laughs> Is there a Dutch? Are you not doing anything like this over there? Um, no, I don't think so. Not that I know of, but there might be. People have suggested that I should do something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm just glad to be able to, to give back to to the podcasting. I mean, look, this is, yeah, this has just come from, in, I love podcasts. I've been listening to podcasts for a very long time. Like, I can't even, I'm quite shocked at how long I've been listening to him for now. And it, <laughs> it was inspired by American ones like Combat Jack Show and stuff like that. And uh, it, and I'm sure other people will be inspired as well. And there's just going to, I think this will become the thing. There's, there's advantage point, I think is another one. Vantage mm-hmm. point. That's a good yeah, one. I have heard, heard about it. Yeah. yeah they say so they, they'll happen. They'll get out there. I just, I think it's a great medium though. I do love the medium and I'm yeah. really happy. It's, it's, it's a good thing. Uh, you can uh, combine it with other stuff you're doing. It doesn't have to be an intrusion into your life, but it's like a, an, an addition to whatever you're yeah. doing at the moment if if you're working out or like uh, working on your own stuff so yeah yeah no, wicked times thank you again bro yeah um yeah thanks bro should i stop the recording now yeah yeah do that yeah okay i'll just what a fucking story hey what a fucking story what a gent and what a story his start to life, man. Druid's start to life. Fuck me. You never know a person's story till you ask, eh? That shit blew me away. What a chapter of his story that he's carried through his life. Fucking hell, man. Yeah. Fuck COVID, man. Look what his mum and dad went through. I loved hearing about those early years also, though. Geeking out over photos, studying, meeting new people. And, you know, while that part's happening in those early years, you get into grips of a culture. Interest brings intrigue, which leads to knowledge and understanding. And then something we all search for, a proud feeling of our work. And yeah, I know it goes away. I've been at this a couple of decades. The, the pride thing's hard to find, the same as a lot of you, and Druid. But that first effort, the first tag, the first piece, the first panel, you feel like you've made it, man. You've made something better. And you strive for better, you strive for more. And Druid did that in abundance, man. He studied style, went through a few rounds, finding out who he was with it, and then he found it. His pieces seem effortless, perfect, flawless. But there's years of work in all of that, and I love the fact that he really pays attention to how important that is, and the effort that it pays off. Not in a monetary way, in a soulful completeness way. That stuff we really fucking need. What being shown right now by Mother Nature. Anyway, he, like all of us, is still learning, but he's a great person to look to for inspiration. Go and check his videos on YouTube, his sketchbook zines that he's got online. You can find them at at his Instagram. I recently bought a watercolour piece from him, man. What a fucking beauty, Grace, in my studio. Amazing. And now, yeah, he told me why he wrote Druid. We didn't get this in the interview. We had a little chat at the end. You know, he mentioned he was a geek and that, you know, he's obviously got other interests in his life. Well, that, that's World of Warcraft. 
Like, and by chance, he's found other writers who are deep into that world as well. So he's not as weird as he thought he was. Didn't have to keep it as quiet as he thought he did. Um, but yeah, that's where he's got the name from. And I love that name. And so it's good to hear the reason why. I hope you all enjoyed it. It looks like I'll be doing Skype interviews over the foreseeable future, which actually in turn might even lead this out to, let me chat to more people around the world. Um, Druid was dope. I might holler some other friends. Figured out this Skype shit now, so yeah. That's us. We've got another soldier in the team. He knows the art cheat code and he uses it. You should too. Especially at this time in this mad world. Remember, I told you, art wins every battle. Prove me otherwise. Because you know what, we've got this. Love everyone. Love your city and love your culture. Until next time, look after yourselves and keep safe. This is F24.